and welcome to TV My Husband Hates. I'm Kat Sims. And I'm Regan Kempton. And we are reality TV addicts. Addicts, uh, aficionados. Ooh, I like that. Experts. Experts. Basically, we know our shit when it comes to reality TV. 100%. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of TV My Husband Hates. Reagan, how are you? Good, good, good. Just uh, chilling in the basement, but super excited that uh, The Real Housewives of New York is back. Super excited that Atlanta is over. Um, (laughs) Things are looking up in reality TV land. We got The Hills next week. Like, things are starting to happen, man. I'm excited about this week. I feel like Below Deck uh, sailing oh. got really delivered on a level never before seen oh, on the seas in such a way. Uh, New York is back with a bang. Thank God yes. for Ebony. We're going to be talking about her. New Jersey again, as ever, on Always. point, consistent. And we do have mixed feelings about keeping up with the Kardashians. I feel like I could talk about this for a while. Reagan, you are over it and done. <laughs> but we'll find a middle ground. We'll yeah. find a middle ground for somewhere. Sure. We always do. Um, How about you? How are things going? Things are going fine. Good. Nice. Great. Never been better. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's, we're taking, I'm still in the taking it all a day at a time mode. Yeah. I feel like we're all. Jimmy had his vaccination. Nice. Jimmy had his vaccination. So he spent all of yesterday asleep because it wiped him out. Um, But now I feel like. What the fuck are we going to talk about when when we can actually just go out and live our normal lives and we don't have to talk about COVID? Maybe we, fun all we've stuff. done is talk about COVID for That's like a true. year and a half. That's very true because we started the podcast very new. We started before. September yeah. nineteen, so we yeah. had maybe like six months and then COVID. We had one get together because I came out there right before COVID exploded, so you guys just got to see time. some of that. Um, and there will be another get together. Fingers crossed in July because I am all vaxxed up. Cat is all vaxxed up. I'm hoping that the travel rules will allow people who are vaccinated to come to different countries without quarantine. That is my my thought process. I I'm holding so out for it. I but I bought so a too. ticket, I'm planning so we'll see. I'm, I, I, we're manifesting party. that shit because it's Cat's 40th. I am 40th. planning a party to end all fucking parties. Uh, and I'm very excited about it and i feel like everybody wants a party fuck I feel yeah like we're at the point we all now need where a party if we don't have a we party need to soon party. we're gonna shrivel no. up and die <laughs> and there needs to be no boundaries and everybody yeah. needs to recognize that we're all gonna get absolutely for sure. fucking off the scale mashup and just then then it's done and it's out of our system and we can return to being respectable citizens but for that one night it's going to be fun. I am. It's off the hook. And it's in the middle of my trip. So I have a days after to recover and days before to get yes. ready. So it's like the perfect, the perfect Let's mix. not do what we did last time, which is the night before you fly. <laughs> get absolutely no. shit faced in the kitchen making what, because this was like pre-TikTok, pre-reel. Yeah, it was dub smash Making videos. dub smash. <laughs> they were amazing. <laughs> they did. They were amazing. We did yeah. really well if on If you those. guys follow but us on Instagram, on I think you saw them. I look back on them now and you know when... Drunk people have like glassy eyes. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think we had Tom Jimmy York always calls eye. me Tom York. <laughs> yeah, where you know one is half shy. I always get a lazy eye. It's not mine good. are tiny anyway. anyways, so they just become like slits. <laughs> you don't know if I'm awake or asleep. Probably a little bit of column A, column B. <laughs> oh, how we laugh! Oh, I can't um, wait. I felt so shit that whole flight home. <laughs> I thought you were going to puke in my car on the way to the airport. I didn't, though. You just kept mainlining Diet Coke. I yeah. just remember it's like... Yep, it's just straight Coke it's Zero the only way for to like do 24 it. hours afterwards. The only way to do it. 
to do it. Ah, <laughs> oh, those were the days. What fun we had, what japes. Um, anyway, let's get let, enough about us getting shit-faced. Let's cut straight into Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Now, I'm being honest, I watched this at about one o'clock in the morning when I was trying to clear up. All I got out of it was that basically everybody ended up having lots of sex and snogging. For sure. I mean, you know, there was the, with the guests, there was the obligatory murder mystery, which seems to be a theme. I feel like Bravo has maybe invested in a murder mystery company and now forcing everybody to do it. It's shit. I swear to God, if anybody ever takes me away and says, surprise, we're doing a murder mystery, I'm out. You know what? That shit better be like produced to the millionth degree for me to get any sort of enjoyment because I like murder. I like mysteries. <laughs> yes, but I want a real dead body. I don't even like, need I it to be real, but I feel like body. it needs to be better scripted. I feel like maybe I feel like I could write something better. But well, they just maybe you come should. out so cheesy and ridiculous. Like it's not fun. Although the best thing about murder mysteries and when this isn't we're not discussing this show this week but watching brandy fall down the stairs <laughs> i felt like that was real commitment well, to the cause and i mean and we all know like she was pregnant at that time too i mean that was I like <laughs> i was like that could have gone real dark <laughs> that kid is going to be fucking bulletproof when oh, it comes man. out do you know what i mean like oh, it's, fuck yeah. if that I mean, kid's she, fine it, nothing's going to touch she's also like kid it. number 4 too like She's going to get put through so much shit. But anyways, as we digress, Bravo, we know you bought a murder mystery company, <laughs> but stop making everybody do them because it's not fun TV. And this one was particularly wank. It oh, was particularly God. wank. Well, even Glenn um, was like, what the fuck is going on? Glenn was not having so it. So awkward. No, he was not into it. I don't, no. Glenn doesn't appear to me to be the kind of performative type. Much more a quiet, <laughs> you know, cup of tea and a biscuit guy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's just not kind of into lame party game, dude. Like, so in high school, we called those kids, like, they were the drama kids. They were in, like, all the drama stuff. And, like, they loved to do that like stuff. Like the they, glee kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were super just into that stuff and, you know, role-playing games and LARPing and all that kind of stuff. Like, that was not my jam in high school. I was for really? sure not doing that stuff. <laughs> I can't think why. And I think that's why I'm that way as an adult. I'm just like, I, I can't do that. Like, I can't suspend disbelief. <laughs> Nobody's really dead. Let, let's just talk about also, a real I'd murder. Also, I'd rather just drink and talk. Let's <laughs> just drink sure. and talk about real murders. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to do. True uh, crime, anyway, 100%. So we've established that murder mysteries suck yes. dick. Um, let's talk about the awkward threesome that continues on the boat between Ali, Gary, and... Uh, Psycho Sydney. I thought <laughs> Allie and Gary's little meat cute on the bow was so like the sweetest cute. thing ever. And they held little handies. Oh. Like this is not a one night stand. This is very clearly no. not a one night stand. Sydney, uh, this is what you apparently thought was happening with you. It wasn't. Yeah. No, Sydney is delu talking of delusional. Oh. We've just done the Patreon episode. So if you want to sponsor us on Patreon, that's For great. Sure. We've Go just check talked about delusional men that bring yeah. over these really hot women from other countries and it's think that they're there because they love them. Sydney's like legit as delusional. And it, to the point, it's now going to start crossing over because now she's fucking shit up between the departments. Like she's blaming all her crazy on the entire department, which then leads to like Gary and Daisy having a thing like... Oh my God, Sydney, stop. Just, Just stop. stop. We are, I know it's, it's relentless, but and also I have to say, it. 
Cause like even I, Danny says something where she's like, dude, yours was a drunken thing. They have like a romantic thing going on. You have to like, let it go. Let it go. But I have to say, I'm here for watching Sydney walk in on <laughs> Ali and Gary pashing. Like pashing. She, like really? Like it starts off as a kiss and then she cannot keep his, her hands off him. Yeah. And it's like hot. And then Sydney walks in wah, and it's wah, like. Wah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Everybody's boners fell. <laughs> it was the softening oh. of the boners across the world. Oh my oh, God. Bless. She has this uncanny ability to fucking crash them every time. Now I don't know because if it's she's produced. Stalking them. <laughs> I was gonna, or she's just got she, some like cock she just sits there sense. and as soon as like as soon as one of them walks off she's like clocked that and if the other one what she's like right i'm going and we're gonna let them have this time i mean from she wakes up from dead sleep she like she's just there <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's her superpower cock blocking is her superpower <laughs> but i think it might be she's really she's like the best at, she's, she's the best cock blocker i have ever she can sniff out a gary boner at a hundred paces. <laughs> I wonder if it's Gary specific or like all dudes she's ever had a thing for. It's that. Yeah. She's that girl. She's yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but talking of Gary, <sighs> I love the little relationship that's growing between him and Daisy. I'm going to say on this boat too. Gary has really surprised me because I thought I knew who he was going to be. Episode one. I fucking thought I called it and nailed it. And I don't think he's actually the person I thought he was. I've got to say, I think my prejudice got, I I saw a South African man who came in and kind of on a boat and said all the things and did all the stuff. And I thought, oh, this is boring. And actually he has surprised me. Yeah. I was totally wrong about Gary. I'll, I'll admit and it. And I think for a long time we were like, can everybody stop making us like Gary? And the reality is that actually I quite like Gary yeah. now. Yeah, I think he's really sweet with Ali. I think I think the Ali relationship shows a depth to him that we would not have seen if it hadn't been going on. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if Ali just like Agreed. blew him off and we didn't see any of that, I don't think we'd feel the same way about him. But I feel like with Ali, we see this very open, vulnerable dude. And I think we see it cross over into like him being up front with Daisy. Like, hey, is, you know, I don't know. I think that's the thing I respect about Gary the most. Like he's very rare in this whole reality TV sort of scene do we get somebody who just does the grown-up thing and goes and has a conversation with somebody and he's done it a number of times and we've seen him do it with Ali we've seen him do it with Sydney we've seen him do it with Daisy and I really respect that like there's nothing I I can't say anything bad about him no he doesn't hide his like true feelings or true intentions he owns his shit he says it he apologizes when he has crossed the line and done something wrong He's everything he's you great kind of at his want job. in a normal person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it, it, no one's more shocked than me that this is the conversation that we're having, but right. here, we, here we are. And Daisy too. Like, I love how um, yeah. he says something to her about like not making it personal. And she was like, don't you know me? I make everything personal. <laughs> like, I love the way she can take the piss out of herself. Like, but she knows herself well enough. Like she takes it personally, but maybe not seriously. And I think that's really yes. interesting. Um, I'm enjoying this crew for sure. Other than Sydney. She's me crazy. too. And I have to say, yes. Well, I mean, but, but it's still great TV to watch. For sure. <laughs> um, so they get rid of the guests. It is yeah. what it is. And then this like, just it, 
Because is this what happens when they just get trapped on a boat? Do you think think it's that or do you think it's this crew in particular? I I think it's a little column A, a little column B. Like, we see, like, JL getting all worked up about the fucking stains on the teak, which... This is literally the first time he's given any kind of a shit about the job that he has to do, by the way. Let's make that clear. A hundred percent. At, like, a weird, awkward time when everybody's just trying to have a good time. And his girlfriend's trying to shag him. Right! Like, very obviously. Everyone's like, can you just go fuck your girlfriend and stop talking shit about teak? No, I'm going to whinge about the teak. Fine. Your girlfriend's going to go fuck somebody else. And she did. Yes, she is. Yes, she did. Fucking fire. She did. Literally... Bitch, come and lick my vagina yes. were her words. Now, I mean, Danny's not, you know. Backwards and coming forwards, yeah. as they say. She, I'm, I'm enjoying this, right? Yeah. I'm enjoying this freedom. I'm enjoying this women doing it for themselves. There's for nothing, sure. we're not talking about lesbians. We're talking about them having an affair. We're just literally talking about them hooking up and having a great time. Yeah. I am here for that. And so is Gary, because Gary's like all of a sudden <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> What Shocker. are we missing? <laughs> I think we're missing out on something big. <laughs> yeah, and JL just doesn't even know what the fuck to do oh with himself. Oh my God, he's such a douche. Oh, I'm so over him. He's so geeky. <laughs> like, come on, dude. You can't be that big. Go and have that a foursome geeky. because I think they were down for that. And that's what just they were telling get you. In there. A hundred percent. And you fucking get missed in out. There. But yeah. then you well, go down. And you deserve to. Yeah. He deserved to miss well, out. She like, still you're going to sit there. Didn't they still have sex at the after? I think, like, once, like, I mean, I think Allie did. and, like, Gary went back out, JL stayed in the room with Danny, and they got it on. I mean, so good night for Danny. Yeah, she's winning. And I love that uh, about Danny. I feel yeah. like she is very secure in her own skin. She's very comfortable about asking for what she wants. She doesn't take things, you know, everything is not a her problem. It's yeah. a you problem. I love that about I her. I do, too. I really like her. I love this crew. I can't say enough about it. I really like the crew. I like their dynamics. I do too. Um, I also like that Gary and Allie start kissing in front of Sydney by the end of this as well. Just snogging and... Just like done. Fuck her. We're done. Yeah, agreed. That needs to be done now. Sydney, like, it needs to be done. Move on. Your time has passed. Let's let the love between Gary and Allie shine. For sure. While we've got you here, we'd love to talk to you about our brand new Patreon account. Woohoo! It's all the extra content that is not only about reality TV, but all the other TV that we happen to be watching. And if that wasn't cool enough, we also give away a little bit more about ourselves. So there's lots of personal stuff on there too, if you want to get to know us better. So head on over to patreon.com, search for TV My Husband Hates, and all this extra content can be yours for less than a cup of coffee. Or a glass of wine. Whatever you choose. All right, let's move on. Um, New York is back. New York is in the house. I am annoyed that they've still got fucking... They've dusted off, demummified fucking Ramona and Sonia and all of that (laughs) for another episode. But... It's also outweighed by the fact that they have brought in Queen Ebony, who, by the way, uh, is a breath of fresh fucking air to this franchise. Thank God. Like, I, I, you know, I actually don't mind Sonia. I think Luann and Ramona could go easily. Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. I think I could, Sonia would be better with different people around her. We can definitely agree on Ramona, oh, for sure. And actually, easily. I, think, I think you're right. Luan... I mean, you know what, honestly, I even think if you moved Ramona out and brought in like two other people, Ramona or Sonia and Luann could probably both stay. I think they would adapt. I think they would adapt and grow. But I'd only give them one season. There's no growth. There's no growth for Ramona. No. We need to stop giving her airtime. She is like, yeah. She's the worst. And she's on, apparently, they filmed like this uh, Real Housewives All-Stars, which is like a weekend in Turks and Caicos. I know, the holiday thing, they go to Turks. I know, I saw that. And fucking Ramona's on there too. And it's just like, no. But did you see the video of her yes. dancing? I mean, it's just... <laughs> That's when Ramona comes into her own. This makes me like feel good about my dancing. It, it's very self-affirming. Everybody feels good about their dancing compared to... She is literally the worst dancer in the world. And I'm not being... I'm not exaggerating. I'm not being dramatic. She is absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, the worst dancer on the face of this planet. It is brilliant. She's also one of the worst human beings of all time. Yes. Well, that's also true. Um, So, Ebony, let's talk about the newest uh, girl with the golden apple. What, What do we think? I fucking love her. I love, I love how open too. she is about like when she was transitioning careers and didn't fucking pay attention to her credits. So she couldn't get a mortgage. Like, I think there is something very relatable to her. I mean, I don't know. I think she keeps it real. I think she's going to take these ladies to task. Um, I love how concerned she is about food and will there be food there? Because I don't fucking miss a meal. I love her. I think like, what I love about her is that she's she's 37, so I looked yeah. this up. She was born in 83, so oh, she's wow. two, three years younger than us. She has by far the wisest head yeah. on her shoulders in this group. And I say wise on purpose. I also think she's definitely got the smartest head yes. on those shoulders too. And I think that's what this has been missing. I've said it before in previous mm-hmm. episodes. We want to see housewives now that yes are feisty and sparky and entertaining but aren't vacuous and stupid and as much as i love sonia she's kind of a little bit vacuous you know and it's it i want to see women who would i was gonna say her shtick it's been her character for so long that we can't see it as anything else but it's not cute anymore it's not cute it's not cute and at I all. And I just think it's tired. And I like to see them introducing women who are kicking against that and going, no, I'm not going to be quiet. I'm not going to fuck around and fanny about and have inane arguments with other right. vapid women. I'm going to come in and I'm going to challenge you and I'm going to have these conversations. And I think that she has got the absolute measure of these women. I haven't seen a girl For walk sure. into... And this one's a pretty intimidating setup, New York sure. as well. She walks in, she fucking owns it. Yeah. Yeah. And is like not, no qualms about it owns it. Whereas I think we saw like Tiffany kind of edge her way into the group. Yeah. Ebony just like bust the doors wide open. Is like, I'm here. What's up? Let's chat. Oh, okay. Fucking we see Ramona doing this bullshit about like, oh, we have this media connection. Like the same shit she did with Leah. Ramona's Let's tired. Let's also talk about Sonia's um, nod to diversity uh, via her fish pond. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. I mean, though I will say, Ebony. Sonia looks good. Like all the work she's had done. It's all the stress. Well, yeah. She looks but amazing. But it's all the stress keeping her skinny yeah, for as sure. well. But props to Ebony for not like... Pushing for, like, her in the finding, pond. 
for not pushing her in the palm, but also for like finding a, a something in that good in that. Do you know yeah, what I mean? She was like, yeah. I can sort of see what she's trying to do. I'm not going to hold it against her right now. It's lame, but you know, it's, and I think these are the kind of women that are going to be scared yeah. about this, right? We're right. We're talking about post George Floyd. Everybody's very much right. on high alert to kind of their white privilege. And I think it's going to be very, we're going to see them be very awkward and very clunky about this because they feel that they should and that yeah. and I think it's going to be really interesting to it's, see how it's these going women to be worse who have never than, it's going to be worse than watching Brandy try to navigate the relationship with Tiffany. Oh, far worse. Like this is this is going to be a shit show and I can't wait. I'm excited far about worse. it. Far worse. Yeah, and Ramona is going to fuck this up spectacularly. For I guarantee. Sure. <laughs> I guarantee. She's going to be But why like, won't they ever just let her go? <laughs> Just send her off to fucking, put her in a box and send her to fucking Florida. Or, you know, I was going to say, put her on the Real Housewives of Miami in the nursing home. The thing that we always talk about, like, or maybe not even a nursing home, just like dueling penthouses in high rises. That's where she needs to be. Or a white padded cell. That's Whatever. Just take her off the streets of New York. Mario, do your fucking civic duty. No. Take her off the streets. That man doesn't want her. He he can't. No. (laughs) He's like, God no. Damn it. <laughs> He's um, done. So anyway, He's we are here time. for Ebony. Yes. Um, I think it's going to be fire. Let's talk about Leah as well, because Leah was hands down firm favorite, not just for us, but like for every fan of Real Housewives of New York. Leah stole the show last season. Well, I mean, especially How- at the reunion, like when she called everybody out for all their bullshit. Um, How are we feeling about uh, episode one? So we learned that Leah has a new apartment, a new dog, and is now working on a new religion. So I'm going to put it out there and say I'm concerned about Leah at this point because I'm really happy that she's sober again. I think that's great for her. Although looking through the sort of flash forwards, doesn't look like she stays sober, but we'll see. I I don't know. But I'm happy she's sober. I'm happy she's got a new apartment, all of that stuff. This Judaism conversion thing doesn't feel a hundred percent authentic for me because at one point she sort of says, I think I just really enjoy the challenge of all the rules. And that doesn't seem to me to be like the reason that you convert to Judaism. I mean, I don't really understand any organized religion at all. I don't understand being a part of it, but I feel like what we saw with Leah last season, I think Leah has to live in a very tightly controlled space I don't think she can even handle like an inch of freedom because I think she takes it too far. Like she's a person of extremes, right? She is extremely unruly, but can only really function in the adult world in like this space right here. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I don't think, I don't think she's conversing because she wants to be Jewish. I think she's converting because it gives her like a framework yeah. to exist within. I'm going to tell you though, I feel like that's the why a lot of people join organized religion. I, I don't think she's alone in that. Maybe. But that's, I, the, that's maybe. just my two I cents. I think you're probably right. Yeah. But I also think that's dark in itself. Yeah, it 100% is. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think we probably should be a little concerned about Leah. Um, I think it'll be interesting to kind of see how this season progresses. It was nice to see her boxer uh, 
Martin. It was good to see him yes. right up at the beginning. Um, I'm glad he got one of his, my son favorites for too. sure. Um, but I think you're right. I think I think it's going to be interesting. I would also like to see Leah's feistiness without her being drunk because I think the women poo-pooed a lot of what she said to them because she was hammered last season. But I think she yeah. was calling them out on shit. And I think it's going to be maybe really fun to see her still be the same way, but be sober. So yeah, like, <laughs> nobody has any wiggle room. So it could be I also interesting. Think it's interesting to see her interact with her sister. I feel like her sister's kind of on our page with the whole Judaism thing. Yeah. Like I'm not going to, but it seems weird. And then when she calls her dad, because it's Yom Kippur, and she's like, I need, I'm sorry, so can you forgive me? And he's like, well, I'm okay, thank you. I'll, I'll think about it. She's like, no, 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 you need to forgive me now. <laughs> Babe, that's not how this shit works. No. <laughs> like, God love you for trying, but you can't just demand that somebody forgives you. Like, you've said your piece. Yeah. You give him a minute and he'll come back to you. But it felt all a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's, maybe she just needs a storyline too. Who knows? I mean, I feel like the more we watch these, the more I'm getting really sensitive to like very obvious bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, we can do better. Like you have a smart audience. Don't, don't fucking do this shit. I know we see through it now. Yeah. Yeah. You need to do better. Um, Let's move on to Luann. Basically for this show, because it's first, we're just going to go through yeah. the characters so that we can do a little catch up. So Luann's next. Now, she's got a new apartment. Does anybody actually fucking believe she did not know that that apartment looked oh, onto no. Tom's balcony? Fuck off. No, I do not believe that. Is that is such she knew bullshit. That. That's she why that. she bought the place. <laughs> of course it is. The memes have been hilarious, by the way, that have been coming out. Like there's one that I saw was like the Kim Kardashian, like peeking around like the bushes <laughs> meme. Like this is Luann looking at like Tom's balcony. Oh my God. It's fucking hilarious. I mean, that would be enough. Let's say, yeah. let's give her the benefit of the doubt. And let's say maybe she didn't realize she did realize, but let's say she didn't. That would be enough for me to go. Yeah, I'm not that I'm done with the apartment. I, gotta I do not want to sit there. I've got to move. <laughs> well, now Tom knows where I am because now it's everywhere. <laughs> That's even weirder. <laughs> like, do you reckon Tom's just going to stand on the balcony and do like a willy wang? Like, hey, I hope so. Luan. I'm going to start like always make like peeping the background of like when we've got inside Luann apartment shots to see if he ever like comes out. <laughs> he should. It'd be hilarious. He should. He totally should. He should like set up like little signs on the, right? on the thing. It's like, fuck you, Luann. <laughs> no more drinking, Luann. <laughs> Not home at the Regency. <laughs> but I think he lives part-time in Florida as massive douchebags do. So, um, you know, he's not there all the time. So we'll see, but I'll be keeping an eye out. If I see it, it's definitely, I'll take a picture of it. We'll put it on the gram. She's also back on the sober train as well. Um, Supposedly. I feel like, I mean, this is a good thing. Here's my, here's the thing I'm going to say. Luanne okay. says to Ramona that she genuinely believes that she's allergic to alcohol because <laughs> the last few times she drank, she blacked out and couldn't remember. And I want to say that I feel like we're all allergic to alcohol because if you drink enough of it, we all black out and right? can't fucking remember how we get home. It's just cause and effect, Luanne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You drink enough. It's not you magic. Black out. It's science. 
It's not, you're not allergic. Yeah. This is not this is not like a problem. Right. This is I mean it is a problem, but it isn't a medical thing. It, you're just drinking too much, babe. <laughs> I mean I And I, I'm not like that's yeah. fine. Like God knows I I've done a blackout every now and again with the best of them. But uh, but let's call it what it is. Yeah. Be upfront about what it is. You weren't allergic, nobody slipped you anything. You just you just drank you too much. You were shit faced. It's fine. That's what you were. Just own it. It's fine. Yeah. It's not an allergy. No, it'll be interesting to see uh, how her and her sober buddy, Leah, do. Like her alcoholic wingman is what I wrote down. We'll see how that, uh, we'll see, <laughs> see how, how that goes. Out. <laughs> I feel excited. like they're both going to drop each other and just get shit faced. <laughs> I know. I think this is not going to end very well. No. Um, should we do Ramona or Sonia? Who are we ending on? Uh, either way. I'm, I'm good to go for both. Let's do Ramona. Let's get her out of the way. Ugh. I mean, I feel like we've done it. We don't like her. She's a awful person. She seems to be no better this season. No, she's getting Dubin'd all over New York, apparently. <gasps> I don't I know who vomited. looks at Harry Dubin and thinks like, damn, he's hot. We need to hook up. I mean, apparently all of these women, because he's been with Sonia, Ramona, and Luann. I think they look at his bank account and go, he's hot, let's suck face. But then you have to marry him to get to the bank account, which none of them have done. So I feel like their their efforts are not Yeah, it's, it's being weird. rewarded. Also, I feel like he's been around the block a few times. Well, because like, he, he was married grubby. to Aviva. Yes, he was married to Aviva <laughs> with the one yes. leg. He one has been in Aviva. this show Fuck. for fucking ages. <laughs> he's like the OG. Yeah. I didn't even realize. Yeah, he was married to Aviva. And like fathered like one of her or both of her children. I can't remember. Um, And then like tried to get in on Tinsley and she was not fucking having it. (laughs) Tinsley knew better. Tinsley knew better than that. Yeah. It'd be interesting. It'd be Um, interesting to do like a whole tree of who Dubin has been with in New York. It's like six degrees of separation. I think it'd be quicker to do the tree of who he hasn't been with. Well, and like who you've maybe slept with through contact. Because oh, if he's God, if he slept with Sonia, between Sonia and Harry Dubin and Luann. Everybody. Everybody. They've we got may all have their slept with Harry covered. Dubin. <laughs> We've probably slept with Harry Dubin. Oh, God. That's a fun drinking game. That's not game. good. Dry as, dry as a Sahara at that thought. Um, let's f- <laughs> it's all Ooh. gone back inside. <laughs> like a snail quickly retreating into its shell. I like how you pick snail and not like turtle. A snail is very much more oh, apropos. Turtle would have been good. Turtle time. We could have gone down that route. I could have. Oh, oh the possibilities are endless. Oh, God, if only I was a professional and actually good at this shit, I'd have got it right the first time. Um, anyway, let's finish off with Sonia because I want to pick her up. and She's not all right, is she? No, she's back this in the town. This woman can't home. catch a break. Fucking Century 21. I know. And I've, do you know what? I really feel for her because at the end of the last season, we saw her sign this deal and it looked so good after the fucking toaster ovens and all of the bullshit. I felt like she'd grafted and grafted and grafted and she'd finally, something had stuck. She was able to bring in her own money and the house, the fucking townhouse was rented or for sale or whatever it was. And then we come back this season, Century 21's gone 
And she's back in this fucking townhouse. That must feel like a prison by now. Yeah. I mean, I think we were talking earlier. I feel like she's like Miss Havisham. Like yeah. she can't until she cuts ties with the townhouse townhome. She and the townhome are going to age the same. Yeah. It's true. She's just like inextricably physically and emotionally linked to that house. And somebody just need just fucking sell it. I don't even care how much you get for right. it. Like just take a dollar, move just on, sell it, take a, take a dollar and move on. Like yeah. the time has come. It is genuinely bad for her. That for house. sure. Well, cause she goes back to like not getting dressed and just having weird interns. And first off, who is still giving this woman interns? Who is signing <laughs> off on this? <laughs> I'm going to be honest, like watching, (laughs) watching that intern help Sonia into the bath felt like it didn't feel good. No, felt like we were watching like some OnlyFans shit for like a very, very specific fetish. A very niche market. (laughs) I mean, again, I don't want to be that person that's always bringing it back to the woke shit. But if this was the other way around and a guy was asking his intern to run him about it, there'd be things people had to say about that shit for sure for sure <clears throat> and who facetimes in the tub i mean apparently both uh, leah and i mean i have been known to have you who do you yeah. who do you facetime in the tub well my dad called me once <laughs> <laughs> he's like can you talk and i was like actually now's a good time because it's like the only time the kids aren't around so i can talk i mean it wasn't like he saw me stark bollock naked. I was like, this is not a bad time. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, who else have I spent? My uh, agent once called me in the bath as well. She All was right. fine with that. Maybe Sometimes it's more it's common a, than I know. Yeah. Maybe you're, maybe you're maybe the Maybe I'm one. the weirdo that doesn't FaceTime people from my tub. <laughs> All right, so, well, but wait a minute. You are not initiating these calls. People are calling you and you happen yeah. to be in the tub. You're not like, no, I'm yeah. in the tub. Now I'm going to start FaceTiming people. No, and I always have my phone on me because I'm probably watching some sort of shit reality TV in the tub. So then it rings and I'm like, okay. So you're right. I'm not initiating the tub convo. Yeah. Sonia's initiating the tub convo. Yeah. So you're more the Leah in the scenario than the Sonia. I mean, I'd like to think I'm always more the Leah (laughs) in a Sonia-Leah scenario. I mean, I think the majority of us are, but just making sure. (laughs) Just to be clear. Um, But yeah, I do feel for her. And I feel like we've seen this sort of cycle before. She goes quiet. She goes a bit bonkers. Mm -hmm. She gets trapped in this house, wears like Mew Mews or whatever they are, and gets weird interns in to like be her friends. (laughs) So I feel like Sonia needs some sort of pick-me-up. Yeah, I hope it happens. Me too. I hope it happens too. Um, but yeah, that's New York. I'm happy to have it back. Me too. And welcome to Ebony. She's going to be a badass. I'm excited. Agreed. Agreed. Happy she's here. Um, let's stay on the East Coast and just uh, head over to New Jersey. How much did you love Dolores lying to get off of that Strider van, by the way? I would have 100% I... done the same thing. 100% would have done the same thing. And I love Dolores so much. We had, we've talked a lot about this. We talked a lot about Dolores last week. Yeah. In fact, we used it for the audiogram. She commented and yes. said that we'd nailed it. Um, I think that what we see this week is something that nobody's seen. We see David. We see the family setup yeah. that might not be conventional, but we see David, uh, Dolores, Frank, Little Frank, 
and her daughter, whose name I can't ever remember, all come together. And it's so fucking heartwarmingly lovely. It's brilliant. And I think it proves, I think David is there for Dolores when it comes to the stuff that is important to Dolores. I don't think he's there for the TV bullshit. I don't think he wants to be on the TV. I don't think he gives a fuck about the Royal Housewives of New Jersey. He cares about Dolores. I think you're right. And I think... I think that's where the disconnects come for us as viewers. Right. But when we see this amazing dynamic and Dolores sort of, it fills them all in and she's like the queen of this for sure. whole thing. That's all going of those on. people would die for Adore Dolores. Adore her, would die for her. She's Easily. got a fucking tribe. Like you wouldn't well, believe. And she would and die she for t- all of them. Like it, it's certainly reciprocal with all of them. But, what I love is the banter and it's, you know, she's like, look, I'm in a monogamous relationship. I'm very happy. And her daughter's like, yeah, Frank, like big Frank. I, I realize that's a foreign concept to you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and he takes it like a yeah. champ. And that's when I go, oh, this all makes sense. It fucking works. Everyone back off. It works. Ev- it works for everybody chill. involved. It may not work for you if you're not involved. But like I was telling you. I feel like the people who are writing her ass about this are all the people that have shit going on in their own lives that they don't want to deal with. I think Jackie doesn't want to deal with the rumors surrounding Evan and whether they're true or not. I think Jen doesn't want to deal with her mom and dad bullshit. I think Melissa doesn't want to deal with her and Joey's marriage shit. Those are the people that are really writing ass about this. And it's like, they need to fucking clean up at home first i think it's triggered them right because it's like how can such an unconventional relationship that shouldn't work that is everything that we've been told isn't right working so well for her when actually the conventional version is not making any of us happy and i think I think that's why they're so they're struggling to get on board with what Dolores is doing. I also think it's why they're trying to pull everything out of Teresa to try yeah. and get almost live vicariously through this kind of new sexy love thing that's going on with her. But I just both Dolores and Teresa have a right to manage this relationship both in terms of its exposure and how much they give away however they fucking want to. Absolutely. And I don't think they're as hard on Teresa because that makes sense to them. Like, oh, she's divorced. She's going to go have a good time. Like, that's totally fine. That fits into that category. And you're right. Dolores doesn't fit into the category, but it works for fucking everybody. So. I mean, it works beautifully. I genuinely was like, that's one of the coolest scenes I've seen. And I feel like poor David, it's about damn time he gets like a good edit of like him being normal. Agreed. Like before, and, cre- and getting these amazing yeah. cakes and yes. like, yes, you know, I agree. I think maybe we have been suckered in by an edit that mm-hmm. that is partially his doing because I think you're right. He's really tried to keep a yeah. distance from the filming, which is why he's not interested in turning up to the events with it because he just doesn't want to. He just doesn't want to do it. He's also fucking my busy. feeling is then he's just say that <laughs> yeah, he's literally delivering babies right. that need heart surgery. Right, like he's got bigger shit on his plate. And then he's got, you know, people like Joey coming in with kidney stones. Right. He's got to sort that shit out too. I mean, that's a good friend though. Like a dude that's going to, because kidney stones are not like his area. He does the lady parts, you know, like I think that shows like he is a good, decent dude that's going to stay at a hospital, make sure your friend's husband is well taken care of. But he does that for Dolores. Exactly. Doesn't do it for Joey because no. Joey's just been a cunt to him three days ago at <laughs> right? some party, calling him a whatever he is. He's not doing it for Joey. No. 
He's yeah. doing it for Dolores. And that's when I was like, no, uh, he's a good, he's a good guy. Yep. He's 65 we as well. We're going to retract the Voldemort comment. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, we came in harsh on him, we didn't did. we? We did. Sorry, we can, we're big we'll enough, though, it. to own it when we're wrong. We're sorry, we shouldn't have called you names. Nope, we called David wrong. He's treating Dolores like the queen she is. So we'll all just bow down. And Joey, by the way, I think that's what happens when you take too many steroids. I'm just saying, I don't think your kidneys <laughs> like it very much. Drink some fucking water. Mix some water into your workout, dude. That prevents yeah. kidney stones. Hydration. Anyway, um, <laughs> while we're on the subject of Joey and Melissa, shall we, shall we tap up that particular clusterfuck? Dude. He is having kind of a mental breakdown about it. I think he's I think having a midlife crisis. This is his midlife crisis. He misses his young hot wife that would do whatever he was, whatever he wanted her to do and doesn't realize he just married a smart badass that, you know, needs more in her life. And it doesn't diminish well, him. Like, oh, Well, I thought so it was stupid. really interesting the way that he did it in his confessional and he got really like, you want to do this? I build it for you. You want to do yeah. this? I made it for you. Don't say I didn't support you. It's like, no, 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 hang on. What? That's, this is not what's happening. What you're saying there is I will give you everything that you ask. But actually she wants to work for some shit by herself. Yeah. And that's okay. She wants some freedom and some fucking space. Can you imagine Just how claustrophobic he must be and how needy he is? Like, oh my God. It's I could not much. be married to him. I mean, I'm a little jealous of like the handsy sexual attention. I'd love a yeah. bit of that. But like, I think that would almost, that would be too much too sometimes. Cause I think he just wants to consume her. Like. Agreed. And, and it is. He's a lot. And I'm so pleased to see her standing her ground. Yeah. And I still, to this day, I believe that he'll come around because I don't think hmm. he'll lose her over it, but I, I don't think he's going to do it easily. Like, he's not I think going this down is without gonna a fight. Be a real battle. He's not. And I think this is going to be a real battle for them. And I just hope that he realizes before he does too much damage. Yeah. That he just needs to chill the fuck out for sure like there's yeah i hope Teresa's backing melissa up too like i hope she's not like feeding it on the side like feeding I, I, the stuff but i hope she's supporting her i can't imagine that she wouldn't after what she's just been through with joe yeah. gorga no judice yeah and been basically been that woman that joey wants melissa to be like right. you stay in the house you keep your mouth shut you look after the kids you take care of the family I don't think she could stand there and support this. Well, look what happened when she did do that. Her husband cheated on her all the fucking time. Called her a cunt. Yeah. My cunt bitch wife. He was fucking awful. Did, like every would, time they roll those clips, I'm just like, oh my God. He is the worst. It's still fucking shocking. He's the it worst is. human. Really <laughs> if you're and unhappy, just love get a Teresa, fucking like, divorce. <laughs> it makes me love Teresa because I feel compassion towards her because yeah. that was like... It felt like reality TV fodder, but that was just actually quite an abusive relationship Fuck that we yeah. sort of consumed on a kind of weird level. But she's got Louis now. Yeah, apparently. and I mean, he's kid approved. Like, the kids are cool with him. Joey likes him. We'll see. We we'll see. see. He's being introduced. There's yeah. part of me that, again, feels a bit like... I just don't want her to go into some sort of another reality TV based right. relationship. I want her to meet like, a David that doesn't want to be on the show. Me too. And for her to get that, why that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, but we'll see. Maybe he will turn out to be the best thing that ever happened to her. Hopefully. I mean, it can't get any worse. 
Oh, that's true. <laughs> the bar is low for Teresa. Super I mean, low. That- I mean, it's like Epstein low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really low. <laughs> It's dirt. <laughs> There's not even a it line. Really is. Louis doesn't have to do a lot, yeah, does he? Like, no. <laughs> and I mean, she forgave Joe for all that shit. Like, she forgave him for putting her in jail. Like, I just can't. I, I mean, Damn. I guess there's an element of like he is still the father of her kids. So, but I feel I think that's what Teresa hangs on to. With but that. I feel like their conversations are more friendly than that because, like you know, like he's starting to sell sex toys. So she brought them on the show and like gave them to I the mean, ladies. That's a boundary like, that you don't need to cross. Your ex husband should not be sending you sex toys. I just think that's yeah. Odd. But she's helping him business wise. I mean, obviously getting the. You know what I'm saying? Like, know, so it's more than just he's the father of her children like i think they're friends needs, which is fucking ugh. weird oh just awful. awful all right awful all right it's time we're it's gonna time. wrap up with keeping up with the kardashians now i'm a bit more excited about this to say the least okay. uh, than reagan yes i mean reagan couldn't because get this- any less enthused about this show <laughs> But go ahead. i hear you i want you to say i hear you, you I feel state like your piece is- and then i will state mine I feel like this season has been a dud. It's boring. It feels like they've just had to churn it out to fulfill contractual obligations. And now they've decided on this episode that they're not going to fulfill them. They're not going to renew the contract. Right. Um, I will, I will stay, I will state from the outset. I feel like there is an element of the PR, like, look how lovely we are. This isn't just a money-making factory. They're all family. They're our best friends. I think there's an element of that. But at the same time, I do also feel like after 20 seasons, I can give them an episode where they can sort of work through this. And I really felt for Chris. Like I have to say, I felt for Chris because she's essentially responsible for every single person's income, Mm -hmm. money stream, earning. And that's this is all based on this show. So I think it was interesting to see her manage those feelings and make such a huge decision that affects everybody fucking empires have been built on this TV franchise and they've just cut it off. So I think that was interesting to see. Um, I also am interested to see Scott because I feel like he kind of doesn't get a say in whether it goes on or not, but also it's sort of his lifeline too. So I think there's lots of interesting things to unpack is what I'm saying. And, And I... I, honestly, I was like, well, this is the first episode this season that I've actually got something to talk about. I think all that's fair enough. I think I would feel, but I don't feel like it's fucking genuine. I feel like it's right. self-aggrandizing. They fucking know that they, they've already signed the deal with Hulu at the point that they decided not to continue on with E. There's no I way. I don't know if they have. They did. I, we did. I, they 100% you, you know did. for sure. Yes. Like you legit know for sure. Like I you could think look it that? up. Yes, I I okay. guarantee you because these deals don't happen case, in like a fucking month or two. I mean, so this is my problem with with the entire finale season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians is like they called it quits because they were because they were signing with somebody else. So yes, like they have to say goodbye to their crew, and I 
I don't want to minimize any of that. Like it has been the same crew for 20 years. There are definite relationships there. And I think it's nice that they're acknowledging that and all this stuff. I think you're right about the Scott thing. Like he's kind of fucked. I think Courtney, cause we saw clips of this, like Courtney's going to get a lot of flack about that. She like busted this whole thing up. I thought the Caitlin fucking cameo was weird as fuck. Nobody cares. Um, and I even the Kylie, the, um, Kendall, Kendall, Kylie aspect of it as well. Like fair enough. Like they've grown up with these people like in their business, whether you think that's a good idea or not, but obviously their careers have fucking (laughs) taken off because of it. Like, and you're right. Chris has shouldered all of this, the good, the bad, the ugly, the decision-making, the setting everybody up to be millionaires, but also being responsible for all that. I don't minimize any of that. I just feel Like I wanted a regular season of keeping up with the Kardashians and I'm just getting PR fucking bullshit. And I can't disagree with that either. I can't. And I think that that has tainted what actually could have been quite an interesting episode because I think it is, you know, it is the end of an era. This is a a franchise that led to hundreds of other things, both... Separate and, you know, other reality TV shows that connected on. The spin-offs The spin-offs, all of that stuff. Like, yeah. The whole thing, it is, I think it deserves a mention. I think the process of them making that decision deserves a valid mention on the show. For sure. I probably Um, would have preferred it to be the last episode. Like, fine. Like, then let's, like, end it now. But now we've got, like, five more episodes. Yeah. It's like, well, what the fuck? Like, what are you going to do? Like, I think next next week, I think, is a lot about the surrogacy, which I'm a little interested in because it was happening in real time. But now we all know that Tristan's been dipping his pen in other people's ink. So that's a little fucked, too. Like, I guess my thing is, like, I, just, I feel like, A, they're dragging it on, and it doesn't need to be dragged on. And if this episode was needed, but I think it's a finale episode. And like, cause I, yeah. they did a big party. I remember seeing on social media when they did, when they filmed this, they had a huge party for the whole stuff. Like, that's what I would have wanted to see, you know, like the crew put down their stuff and like mingle and have all this party and like And I the think goodbyes. we'll get that at the end. I don't think, I think this was it. No, I think we'll get that at the end. I think mm. we'll get that final well, we'll see. party at the end. So we'll see. But, but I it's do see be what you mean. It feels more weird episodes. now. So it's mm. like, oh, all right. And we know we're going to see you on Hulu, too. So now we just have to sit through, like, some fake bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. We, I mean, I'll I will still be watch Debbie it. Downer. Oh, I will, too. I mean, I like it that I'm not having to take notes on it. I like that I can just put it in. It's nothing serious. I can do other things around it. I use, Because it's Thursday night for me. So, like, I put it on Friday morning before we record while I'm making the kids' lunches and things like that. Put my headphones in and I can listen and just do other shit. So, I like that aspect of it and I can still talk to it. But it just, it just feels fucking weird and phony Contrived. to me. Yeah. I hate it. And I think you. that's a bummer because you. I've loved this show forever. Like, I, I have watched since season one. It has been a staple watching for me. And I just feel like, I don't know, like, we're better than that. Well, I also feel like, going back to what I said earlier, yeah. I feel like it's a, this season's a contractual obligation, right. right? It's like they signed multi-year deals, and so this is, like, the last one in the contract. I think that's it's been affected, obviously, by COVID, like, right. in terms of the action 
obviously that's been decimated because nobody's been doing anything. Right. Um, so I think that's affected it, and yet they've still had to churn out this episode. So I think it's just, we've all just lost. It's a shame yeah. that the last season has had to go out on such a, like, bum note. Well, it's also longer than all their other seasons, and I wonder if it's because they couldn't fulfill their episode contract for the season before because before, that's when COVID because of COVID. really kicked off and everything just got shut down. So I feel like now they're obligated to give us a certain amount, like they're obligated for a certain amount of episodes. So like this one's going to be way longer, even though it's the last one and probably really shouldn't have been, I yeah, guess is agreed. my feelings on that. I think so. it's a, it's like the perfect storm of how yeah. to really fuck up the final season. Right, right. I mean, it's like it. worse than the Sopranos finale. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, some people think that was a great finale. Well, those people are smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this new Reagan. Like, I'm here for it. It's really just the don't Reagan that's always been. Don't go soft again when you move. Just, out, when you move out of that basement, don't go all no, soft I'm again. Keep, and like, keep the fire of the basement in my belly. <laughs> Good. I want the basement fire in your belly forever. Um, I mean, it'll come because the hill starts again, and I I can't get enough of fucking... I have been sucked in to Spencer's Instagram. He is the fucking hummingbird whisperer. The man has hummingbirds (laughs) landing on his hands and eating food. The most vile human being that I probably have seen on the planet has these dainty, majestic birds sitting on his fucking hands and... He talks to the birds. I, I, I can't Fire stop watching. Fire his crystals. I can't stop watching. I'm so excited for the hills. I can't wait. Me too. So listen, that will be with us next week. Yep. Um, but in the meantime, thank you again for giving us your time this week. We love being here. Um, if you've got anything to say about anything that was said this this episode, please drop us an email at hey at TV, my husband hates. And please, 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 it really helps other people find us if you subscribe and review. So the more of those we get, the more grateful we are. Absolutely. Thank you guys again. Um, and we'll see you next week. But remember, smart people watch reality TV too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Please subscribe, rate, and review TV My Husband Hates wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TV My Husband Hates and join the Facebook group to keep the conversation going when the podcast ends. If Twitter's your thing, you'll find us at TV Husbands Hate. Theme music and production for TV My Husband Hates by Jimmy Sims.